You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Now, last week, the Balmoral Show took place in Northern Ireland. I was invited by Northern Ireland food advocate Shauna McGill to pay a visit to the Northern Irish food tent where I had an opportunity to meet a number of amazing food and drink producers. First up, I spoke to Gary Quaid from Tourism Northern Ireland, then Paul Clark from Crack Foods, Luke Harkness from Main Minerals and a few others who introduced themselves in the clip. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Gary, great to meet you here at the Balmoral Show. You're here as Tourism Northern Ireland and the number of distilleries and drinks houses that is here this year is unbelievable. Yeah, Sharon, um, it's incredible. We're here under our Embrace of Giant Spirit brand, which um, is our visitor experience brand for Northern Ireland. And we're really delighted to be joined by so many of our local distilleries here in Northern Ireland that for the first time have a real opportunity, um, not only to promote their visitor experience at Balmoral Show, but also um, through the producer's license now actually be able to sell directly to consumers which is um, a great opportunity for them but you know just from our brief conversation um, Sharon just the diversity and the number of new distilleries that are that are cropping up and we touched a little bit there on the, the Northern Ireland Spirits Trail which is the distillery passport which is a real celebration I suppose not only about the quality but the diversity of our spirit led experiences here in Northern Ireland so they're popping up right across the country and of course we've got new developments we have the new Titanic distillery that has opened um, just in the past couple of weeks and actually this week um, supporting Tourism and I we have got um, Belfast Distillery Company so the McConnell's brand that are moving into the A-Wing of the Crumlin Road Jail and that's due to open in the autumn period. So really exciting to be here and um, great to be surrounded by just this amazing um, food and drink. So really proud. As somebody who grew up in Ballymena in County Antrim, we always took visitors to the Giants Causeway, Carrigareed Road Bridge and then on to Bush Mills Distillery, which has had a visitor experience for as long as I can remember and really was the dominant whiskey producer in Northern Ireland. Tell me about some of the new whiskey producers that have cropped up. You've mentioned a couple of them there. Yeah, so we have Shenda from Cologne Distillery here, which is um, officially Ireland's small distillery and Shenda's here with her uh, whiskey, her pochine and the Gloria and um, the, the coffee liqueur that we've just sampled it which is fabulous. beautiful fabulous, um, yeah. we've got Shorecross here so we've got David and Fiona the husband and wife team from County Down who I think were the first actually to release their own um, Irish whiskey to the market a couple of years ago and that has really been standing out um, against some of the uh, of the huge international brands but we also spoke about um, Jim and Brian then the two brother-in-laws from um, County Tyrone um, they have got their amazing um, gin and um, vodka range um, but they've just laid down their own whiskey to mature as well so something really exciting coming out of, of, of County Tyrone but when we look at where these distilleries are popping up it's great now that we've got a couple that are um, presenting in Belfast with Titanic and the new Cumberland Road Jail um, uh, project. But actually the distilleries are often supporting jobs in, in rural communities, you know. Um, so a completely different way of, um, of, of distillation, of methods, of personalities behind what's in our glasses. So I think the opportunity to come out of Balmoral Show and actually get to meet the people that's made the spirits that's in our glasses is actually really, really special. And I don't think there's a lot of places 
And did I see a bit of potching somewhere also? You did, yeah. And Shanda's really the expert now on, on potching because Cologne Distillery really, um, they're trying to, I suppose, bring craft potching into a market where I suppose potching has some strange connotations. And when we think about potching, we might think of I don't, forbidden bottles maybe hidden somewhere or underneath the sink as kind of as no-goes um, you know but this is craft potching um, really really nice neat on its own or actually as part of a cocktail um, so we'll get you some samples um, Sharon of the potching before you, you leave today but um, as I say just the concentration now of the drinks businesses that are out representing their own tourism and visitor experiences um, is absolutely incredible and uh, we're encouraging people to pick up their spirits trail the distillery passport and to get out and support these businesses and then um, to move into those rural communities and to hear the stories from the producers themselves. Well of course like I'm a huge advocate for Northern Ireland and would encourage anybody that has never visited to definitely put it on their list and if anybody wants to find more about find out more about the Spirit Trail where's the best place for them to go to? So you can download a digital copy on discovernorthernireland.com or um, you can pop into any of the participating distilleries and pick up a copy there. Fantastic. Thanks so much for talking to me, Gary. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Paul, you have a very interesting business here, Crack Foods. Tell me how it all started back in 2017. Okay, so Crack Foods is a spin-out from our other business we have, Onplast Foods. Onplast Foods is primarily a manufacturer. Uh, we work with a lot of small artisan startups. So we help them bring products to market. We help design their products. We do the MPD, the innovation. Um, and then Crack Foods was born out of that. It was a, a route to market for these guys. Once we had done the manufacturing side of it, uh, we were able to, to distribute their products. We also do, we've moved some of the MPD now down to Crack, down to that side as well. The portfolio of products is very diverse. Condiments, sauces, what all do you do? Yes, we do condiments, sauces, pickles, seasonings, dry rubs, basically uh, anything with used from the preserving nature background. A lot of it's born from, uh, we've now got a little bit of a reputation up here in the market and guys will come to us and say, okay, we've got an idea for a product or we're at a farmer's market level of the product and we're not sure where to go next. How do we upscale? How do we take it further? How do we increase our production, which we, we can't do, but we can maybe do it in partnership with you? And how do we reach a wider market and distribution, which we can do through crack foods? Can you give me a few examples of collaborations well, that you, most, you've had? The most recent one would be with Corndale. So Corndale Farm, are an artisan producer of salamis, they have their own pigs, they grow on the develop their own products. They had a wonderful product in Endua. We wanted to, in conversation with Alistair, who looks after Kondo, we wanted to see if we could do something, take that a little bit further. We have a, a catch-up. We do a lot of condiment-style production. So we married the two, basically. So it's a complete... Uh, it's actually full circle because we, we do spicing and seasoning that we supply to Alistair for, for use in some of the salamis. Alistair produces the salami, the salami comes back to us, we produce it in their condiment, and then we both distribute and sell. So it's those sort of partnerships that we find that it really things do move full circle, that they go both ways. It's a benefit to us as a manufacturer and, and as a distribution business. It's a benefit to a small startup or a grower or somebody like that who wants to move product and, and develop it further. And of course, it's easier to do a new collaboration with somebody that you've worked with before? 
Uh, it is indeed, although we still get people knocking the door you, we, we haven't worked with before, but we, we, we'll, take, we'll talk to anybody and if it looks like it's a fit and looks like something we can develop, and that'll work for us all. And out of all the products, what's your favourite? Oh, that's a very, very, a very tough call. I suppose when we moved out to crack, our first innovation project on our own was developing black garlic, which is an AIDS fermented garlic product that we age on site for 30 days, and from that... We've sort of collaborated with ourselves, if you like. We've gone back to Amplas and we produce uh, condiment products. So we've got a, a sweet black garlic sauce, a black garlic ketchup, a black garlic barbecue sauce, a black garlic fermented plum sauce would probably be my favourite, where we lacto-ferment plums and then put it into the, into the black garlic. A little bit of a convoluted and a wee bit of work in the process, but the result gives you something sort of akin to going towards a hoisin sauce, that sort of Asian vibe flavours, but it has that sort of a fermentation, you know, me funk in the background. So that would be a, a, probably a hoisin favourite. And where can the general public get the products? The general public uh, online crackfoods.com is definitely the first port of call uh, we do e-commerce across Ireland and into the UK. After that then we've certain distributors, these distributors around Northern Ireland and a little bit in the south now as well. We're still building. Listen, thanks for talking to me and best of luck today. You're welcome, thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. Look, I was just across yeah. the hall there yeah. and I saw the stand, Main Minerals. Yes. It was a blast to the past yeah. for me because I remember the mineral man mm-hmm. coming to my grandmother in yeah, exactly. Ballamina mm-hmm. many years ago. And you're based in Ballamoney yes. and there's actually a connection with Newcastle West and County yeah, Limerick, yeah, yeah. where I now live, mm-hmm. because you make Nash's Red yeah, Lemonade, yes. lemonade mm-hmm. under licence. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about um, Main Minerals and how it all started. Well... The Harkness family, we've been making soft drinks since 1919, but Maine was started in 1949 by my great-grandfather, so I'm the fourth generation in the family firm, so uh, we started in Ballymena and we opened a new factory in Ballymena in 1959 where we still produce from, uh, so it started with two and a half lorries, uh, we were given half a lorry by the other side of the family, and it built up into... And, the 80s and 90s we had 90 to 100 lorries in the road we still would have about 30 or 40 in the road and we're now going to the online main man so it's taken the same thing that we've always done but turned it into this new online way and that's what we're here to promote today and whenever you say say you have the lorries on the road are you still delivering directly yeah. to people's homes yeah. in the crates in the crates the returnable bottles so uh, we refilled and reused like 6 million bottles last year so we're still a good presence in Northern Ireland and we're trying to boost that again and uh, take us into the new green era with refillable glass. So, so the, the main mineral man used to drop off, is it eight bottles in a crate? It's 12. 12, 12 in a crate. In a case, yeah. And then you put your empties in and he brought yes. along uh-huh. um, a new case. Yeah. In terms of the flavours now and the branding, it still looks the same as it did yeah. a number of years ago. Yeah. It's retro, we want to keep it that way. The history is one of our biggest part, uh, one of our biggest selling points, so we want to keep that. And talk me through the different flavours, because there so, is a very wide yeah, range so of flavours. Yeah, so we've 26 flavours that we're listening here. Pineapple's by far the biggest. Wow, yeah. Retail, home delivery, it's always the biggest. So uh, my personal favourite Splice, which is pineapple grapefruit mix. Uh, but our cola, like most of the flavours, we've tried to keep as to the original as we can. So with some new flavours like bubblegum and stuff we've introduced uh, not that long ago. So we like to keep what people like and... These 26, a lot of people seem to like. So, 
Well, obviously the listeners can't see you, so yeah, I can tell them that you're very young. And yeah. obviously you said you were what generation? I'm the fourth generation the, of men. The fourth generation. Yeah. So you know you're the you're the latest custodian, mm-hmm. shall we say? Yeah. Okay. What is your vision for the business? Yeah, it's forward? refillable glass is the future. Plastic's going to disappear in the near future, and we're actually the only company in the UK that is refilling glass bottles. So there's a big opportunity for us, and I don't want to miss it. So refillable glass watch the space I think that's what's coming fantastic well listen great to see yeah, you yeah good to see you as well you've, te- you've transported me back to my childhood yeah. which is always lovely yeah. best of luck today thank you my name is Hannah Donaldson and I'm from Roundhouse Bakery we're based in Hillsborough and we bake a range of sardo bread and pastries well I must say Hannah I don't think I've ever seen sardo as big as the sardo loaves that you have on your stand today? Yes, we travelled a lot throughout Europe um, whenever we were researching the sardo and bakery and it's really inspired by the sort of um, Paisen bakeries or the countryside like French rural bakeries that you would find um, and we think that that also gives a better fermentation in the bread and then it allows the customer to take home as little or as much as they want. So you would take cuts off the big loaves? Yes, exactly. We cut the loaves to size and then we'll wrap it in paper for the customer to take home. And you also do croissants? Yes, so the croissants are, again, naturally leavened. We use a traditional Italian leavening style uh, using what's called a libido madre. Um, And it means that we can create a croissant with absolutely no commercial yeast. Um, It's all a natural process and it gives better shelf life and, in our opinion, it gives better flavour as well. And whenever lockdown came, did you notice that there was more demand for the bread or less demand, given that a lot of people started to make bread at home? I think it, I think it gave more demand. I think a lot of people started to really encourage like local food product, like the, the sort of consumption of local food products. And I think that um, there was just a drive and a more sort of communal gathering together around like food and drink and that people were supporting local markets more um, because there were a lot more restrictions of um, being indoors. So a lot of people were going to like their local producer at markets and buying food that was like in an outside or like a safer environment. Um, and I think that just really encouraged a lot more people to turn their attention to like their hobbies and um, try to do little bits and pieces for themselves. And if anybody wants to find out more about your business? Uh, the easiest way would be to visit our Instagram page, which is roundhouse.bakery. Um, or we have a website, which is a little different. It's spontaneousjuice.com. Oh, hi, my name is Carlos. I'm, um, my company is called Caparelli, and we make um, organic pasta. You don't sound very Northern Irish, if you don't mind me saying that. Where are you from originally? I'm from Brazil, and my grandparents are from Italy. So obviously that's where the inspiration of making dry pasta came from. Yes, I mean, um, that's, I mean, with the, my family, um, where we got the inspiration. And, um, I mean, our goal is to, you know, be able to produce the best pa- pasta in the United Kingdom. And I think we believe we can make as good as the Italians. So there, you have different shapes of pasta here and they all have different names. Do they all taste the same or is it the same ingredients for each of them? They're all the same ingredients as uh, we're using organic um, semolina, um, British or Irish. And the shape will give you a different experience. 
So the way you um, experience it with um, different sauces and, you know, have a casareche or a radiatore, a fusilli, which is more um, a traditional one with people will know more. And what sauces do you like to make to go with them? Well, we can make them with, like, you know, serve with um, a pesto or um, a beef ragu or, you know, even you can go with uh, a blue cheese and, and you can, you know, go wild and try whatever. I also do have a ready meals, kind of our premium range of ready meals with interesting flavors, really tasty. That's our, um, our goal. You can find us on Instagram, Caparelli Cooks, or you can find our website, Caparelli Cooks or Caparelli. Just Google us and you will find us. Grazie. Hello, my name is Shiera McAloran. I'm from Cari Kitchens. We're a healthy ready meals company based in Karn Craigalfen. Um, what we do is we provide a healthy breakfast range and then also a healthy ready meals based in Southeast Asia such as our mango chicken curry which is winning a Blas Award and then also a Scottish Award. Uh, we have the new Indonesian beef rendang which is quite popular. It's a really nice and rich uh, beef curry. Um, all our meals uh, is high protein and also low calorie. Uh, they're, they're some of dairy free and also we options for uh, gluten free. So you started the business in 2019 and what was the inspiration for starting it? Yes, so I actually moved from Sydney, Australia uh, six years ago because my husband is from Portadown. Um, whenever I moved here, uh, I found there's a gap about, of a healthy ready meals in the market and also a gap of uh, Southeast Asian food. Um, my background is from uh, Australia. I'm, I'm managing uh, healthy food stores and then also uh, a wholesale. So combine of the, my experience, also my background in a country, and then my family is big into cooking and I got in the markets in the Northern Ireland. So I create this Southeast Asian based ready meal. And in terms of the ingredients then, where do you source them from? So all the ingredients we source locally. Everywhere is uh, below five miles radius from our factory is. Um, our beef is from uh, Lagol, country Arma, and then our uh, fresh produce, uh, fresh vegetable come from Gilfres. So try to use all the local source um, means that, that we reduce our food miles and then also you still have all the nutrients intake in it. And if people want to get their hands in the product, is it available all over Ireland? Yes, you can find our products in Lidl, uh, Supervalue, Centra and Maze all over Northern Ireland. Uh, we're also stocking some independent store all across Ireland. If you're on social media, please follow us on our Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. My name is Luke Mackle and this is Natural Lumber. We are a family-owned business. Uh, we have been running since 2018 and we make the world's best tasting apple cider vinegar. Are you based in Armagh? We are based just outside Armagh, beside the Moy. So the orchard county where there is an abundance of apples growing. That's it. So tell us about the ingredients for your apple cider vinegar. There's not much else other than apples that goes into to, to apple cider vinegar. However, Natural Umber has about two and a half times more apple than any other cider vinegar on the market. And you recently launched a new... Umber Plus, yeah. yeah. We, Umber, we launched Umber Plus this time last year, Balmoral last year. 
and uh, it's gone off to a flying start. The the enriched with vitamin D aspect of it has uh, really taken the market by storm and uh, we're really thrilled with the way it's been received and uh, here's to the future. It is a very versatile product, so just give us an idea of the different ways that people can enjoy it and use it in their homes. So we would always recommend uh, for our customers to have one to two tablespoons of natural umber in a glass full of water. But we have many customers that enjoy it in their salads or use it for cooking, for sauces. Me personally, me and my family, we use it in sparkling water. We love natural umber in a tall glass of sparkling water on a summer evening. It's absolutely gorgeous. And tell us about the health benefits. So the health benefits from cider vinegar can range from anything from relieving acid reflux or easing arthritis pain or even aiding with weight loss. And then obviously with vitamin D, I'm sure as you know yourself, you know, it helps an awful lot with women dietary requirements as well as bone structure. And if people want to get their hands in the product or find out more, where's the best place for them to go to? They can go to www.naturalumber.com where we have a stockist map and they can either order online or they can find their local stockist and that way they can do without having to pay shipping. Hello, my name is Bruna Quail. I am the founder and creator of Mucha Kombucha. We are a fermented tea-based drink that is full of billions of good gut bacteria. Um, we are certified organic and we are here launching our new 250ml cans. Um, I came across kombucha when I lived in Australia and became sick and that's where I discovered fermented food and in particular kombucha. And when I moved back home I couldn't find any real good kombucha. So that's how I started on the journey of becoming a kombucha brewer. So tell me then about the ingredients, Ron. You said it's a fermented tea. Yes, so our main ingredient is organic tea. So it's made from a scoby, which is a synthetic body of yeast. So you feed the scoby with tea and sugar, and then the scoby is an actual living organism, so it eats the sugar, and then it ferments. And then the second process is we tap that off, and then we ferment with local fruits and organic, organic dry ingredients like lemon and ginger and local aronia berries. So anybody that got into the sourdough bread making during COVID would be very familiar with what a scoby is? Yes, it's the same type of process, so it's like a mother that needs to be fed and kept alive. Now you make that sound like it's a lot of hard work, because some people probably had trouble keeping their children, like <laughs> me, keeping their children alive during during COVID. So how easy or difficult is it to have a scoby in, I presume you keep it in the fridge? No, it's kept in a warm climate. Um, so yes, I have three boys, so I know how hard it is to keep them alive. Uh, yes, it was like another baby. And then uh, I started giving it out to friends and family. And then I take it myself and all of my family take it and see the benefit of it. So that's how it really grew. It grew from, it's really an organic thing that grew during lockdown. Um, so it has to be looked after. It has to be fed and has to be fed right so it's like like anything that needs nourished how do you take the kombucha is it something like you take a drink of it in the morning can you just have the can with your lunch like what way do you recommend so, that people enjoy it yeah i normally open a can at lunchtime and i drink it and then by the time three or four o'clock comes it it's in replace from a coffee for me so it gives me that extra boost at three o'clock to get me through to the evening but it's a more natural and less of a high than what coffee is 
And where is it available? So we are currently stocked in 35 farm shops and then you can buy it online at wechadrink.com. And if you want to follow us on social media and keep up to date, uh, there are lots of recipes, um, how to drink kombucha and our new flavour ranges that are coming out. So our Instagram handle is mucha underscore kombucha and you can follow us on Facebook as well. You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.